welcome back y'all to a new episode hey guys welcome what's up we got a special guest this week it's my my best friend my best cousin my um the let's see the buzz to my woody hey <laughs> it's lenice i miss all things annie the cool ass cleveland girl what's up y'all hey guys i'm happy to be here you got real sexy on us right yeah. <laughs> i'm excited i'm super excited but you know i'm freaking nervous so like i'm Don't super be excited nervous. though right all right okay Don't let me take a sip of water though it's us it's us it's us <laughs> no. somebody's gonna see this somebody's gonna hear this and you know i'm you know i'm nerdy but <laughs> i'm cool but i'm nerdy <laughs> All right, I get it. What's going on, Dash? What's happening, girl? I don't went back to work, and I'm working. Like you working for real? They said, "Okay, you back? Let's go." They said, "You think you can handle it?" I guess, <laughs> and I'm handling it. Maybe. So, and oh, in preparation for my birthday. Oh yes, it's coming. It's fastly approaching. I'm like so excited because last year my shit was canceled. Like, yeah, I mean. We were sick. I was sick. I was sick, but I I would have, if outside was open, I would have went outside. And I would have been a part of the problem because I didn't really know how serious COVID was until COVID. But hey, outside was closed. I think I bought myself my own cake last year because I was like, I at least got to blow out a candle. And then, yeah, it was whack. Wasn't even know where to get gifts from because Amazon wasn't delivering. This is Nobody true. Delivering any, I didn't get shit for my birthday last year. It's true. You really didn't. You know, this is actually the one year anniversary. This was the night I called out of work this day last year because I just, you know, called out. Mm-hmm. I was in the kitchen, DJ, DJ Little Man was DJing on Facebook. Like my homegirls was tagging me like, jump on, jump on. I'm mm. in the kitchen doing the fucking percolating shit, like getting down in the kitchen. And I went and laid down and it was like, <clears throat> like, I was like, what the fuck is going COVID on? COVID dust was like. <laughs> COVID I think dust. I died. Okay. COVID <laughs> dust came over me. And the next day I went to work and I kept telling my friend, I was like, yo, I don't feel good. I'm really sick. I don't know what's wrong. Like I wasn't coughing. I just had a really bad headache. I felt real lethargic. Like I felt hot. I was like, you know, I'm gonna just go to urgent care after work. Cause I thought it might've been like the flu. They was like, we cannot see you get the fuck out. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. I remember you calling me and saying it though. Like, I'm like, and everybody was like, don't go to the emergency room. I was like, you think that you should go to the emergency room? I was like, you know, they might they might kill you, you know. Don't go. <laughs> Don't you know, go. This was I was at scared. The I was this scared. Was, I was terrified. This was at the very beginning. So it was just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, they gonna kill you. They gonna insert some shit into your, your like, veins. She don't even have COVID. They might say she got COVID. Yep. So I finally I um so that Wednesday I was home. Wednesday I thought I was gonna die. I was praying like God, not yet. I got a lot. I got a lot to do. Don't take me now. 
And then um, Thursday I had my appointment and it was just, you know, I was down for three. I should have been down for more than the time I was down. But, you know, my job, they was on my back. Like, when you coming back? When you coming back? You want me to come back? should have just let you work home from home, though. Yeah. I mean, that too. But, you know, it's one year. One year since. You got the Rona? The Rona. And then, you know, what was so fucked up about it is that, like, it was so new and it was so like, it was almost like a little taboo a little bit. It was just kind of like, the Rona felt like the AIDS. I mean, I never had AIDS, but that's what it felt like. It was no, like, what, like, you had the Rona? Yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like I was telling people that I was newly infected, you know, or that's what it felt like. And I was so, I'm, yo, I was really embarrassed that I got, COVID. Now people out here like they in a Zarelta commercial, like you could get COVID and get the I got the vaccine. <laughs> I'm on my second shot. Right. I got the pill. I take the pill. I got the right. pill. That's how it is now. But before yeah. I'm telling you, I'm not even my friend was just like, Why are you embarrassed? Bitch, I got the Kung flu. Yo. <laughs> uh, we will not refer not to the it Kung as- flu. <laughs> No, no I know that's really wrong. When I heard that shit, I fucking ha- kung flu. I can't even lie and say I did laugh. Yeah, Trump was a terrible person, but them punchlines was quick. Yo, Trump went <laughs> shit, but he definitely did come with the punchlines. Like <laughs> he came with him. He was like boop 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 boop. Like he came with them punchlines and that shit was really funny and when they said that it wasn't him that called it the kung flu it was somebody else like one of his advisors um but i fucking hollered and i you know i felt bad but that shit was funny though like come on definitely funny okay that's just funny because of where it came from like this is supposed to be the most studious establishment in the country and y'all really out here like an episode of south park Cracking fucking jokes, <laughs> like cracking jokes. So you know, COVID was a still a dirty hoe, but you know, I think now that they know a little bit more about it, it's easier. I'm not gonna hold y'all. I really feel like our governor is about to like bust New Jersey wide open. Like yes. I do. I feel yes. like it. It's about to be. The I mean, it will be the same thing like Texas. Texas is wide open. There's like 13 states. Well, ever really closed my mama lived there she said they didn't care yeah it's it it they had like restrictions but i went to texas in um october for a wedding and it was literally like a party of probably about 25 mm-hmm. and it felt it felt super open like real i mean of course you had to wear a mask but everybody and i've been in texas prior to that everybody was just running around like hey the clubs was open and everything so like you want to wear a mask you wear a mask but we ain't gonna make everybody wear a mask well no you had to wear a mask to go inside of places but you didn't i mean you didn't have to wear a mask to be outside only time i really see people you know i'm in ohio right now but when i'm in new york they have masks on walking down the street. Yeah, you know, and I think that people, shit is It's very, very rare that people have masks on walking down the street. Because, like, I went for a, re- a walk the other day, and, like, this lady had on a mask. She was looking at me, and she, like, b- moved over like this when I'm walking down the street because I didn't have on a mask. But I'm not wearing a mask outside. I'm sorry. If it's well, free I, air, I, honey, I want all the free air. 
New York is really densely, it's populated. So I feel like it makes sense. It's, you can't really, like if I'm walking down the street in Jersey and somebody's walking uh, like opposite me, like coming in my direction, we both can go this way and be cool and not even be in each other's space. But in New York, you going this way, you going that way, somebody going right here, somebody coming right here. True, true. You're absolutely right. But at the same time, New York is definitely nothing like it was. Mm -mm, absolutely anything. Like literally, it's like me walking down the street anywhere else. It's like no people there. And like I, you know, of course, I've lived. I lived in the Bronx. I lived in the Bronx. I worked in the city in in Midtown. So for me, you know, I'm in the most busiest areas. Yeah. So completely nothing. I went on like Fordham the ghost Road. Town? I went on Fordham Road. Is not is the same. It's but it's not as packed as usual. Like mm -hmm. it's not like like it was. And this was this was during the like the end of the summer. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't exactly the same, but when I was just, I had, well, I was just in the city and it was nothing like that. Like I literally was walking down the street by myself. Oh. It was maybe yeah. about four or five people on the street. Like even the street vendors that's usually out there, it's not that many out there anymore. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's really not the same New York. It's actually pretty freaking scary. Cause it's like, how could this place be this like this? It's like, yeah. it's so like, it's like almost like a, a concrete uh, desert, not even a jungle. Yeah. It's so true. Like, even, um, like people have been moving out of New York. Like the real estate in New Jersey is booming because people yeah. are leaving the city. Nobody like, wants to pay like, that high high rent without you know without the perks. Like we're yeah. here for the rent perks. Too damn high, girl. Listen, rent it's is only high because they got rent. Like you got mad people that's doing rent control, passing apartments down when they die. So you got a four hundred dollar apartment in a high rise. Maybe I wish somebody would have passed me down a 400 apartment for my little raggedy ass apartment I had. Honey, <laughs> listen, I would have passed that on sixth generation. I would have put all the kids on the end, on the uh, <laughs> on the lease and everything. Kingston, you want to be on the lease? I put your kids on that fucking lease. Somebody go get this. Nobody gonna keep this 400 dollars apartment. This real estate. We gonna run it. We gonna run it down. Okay. We gonna we keep that. I ain't mad at you. Listen, I be, I'm, man, please, one of these neighbors, can I get cool with one of these neighbors? They they just be like, you know what she helped me through? I would have loved that. Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> man. I be looking for apartments now, like. Like, just something. Something to come along. Just something. Like, it's too hard. I don't live, I'm too old to live in a studio. <laughs> this point, to be honest, with the way, like, the housing market is set up I feel like you might as well just go ahead and buy you know what I'm saying like don't even yeah like my sister just closed on her house on Friday she got where's into she, program. She? she's in she's in South Jersey so she's in Britain okay. now she got into this program now that program ran her through the mud like you know it's real stressful because when you go into underwriting they find out your mama made a name and why she went to bankruptcy like it's just it's a lot but she's about <laughs> to give up and I was like I don't know girl she was like she was like um you got somebody that can get me a mortgage because I'm gonna get this house. I don't need this program. I was like, nah, yo, because her closing cost was fourteen hundred dollars. Like, yeah, stick with it. You stick with it. You just let them. No, they it would be so crazy much. not to. Wait, but can I ask you? Did she go through NACA? No, she didn't do NACA. She did something else. Um, that's just only for Ocean County. NACA is the same thing. Like they really run you through. The thing that I like about NACA and people, you know, NACA gives you a really hard time on the house that you choose. Like you may like a house, but they don't want you moving into a house that is that you're gonna have to worry and come out of pocket for mm -hmm. that's beyond like aesthetic problem like you know a lot of times people move into house and like if you don't get it properly appraised you got bad electrical the electrical will pass because it's not bad but okay. mm -hmm. you got your whole house on one breaker 
and it's an old ass house and you know what electronics and all that so knock it as it they don't let you do all of that mm-hmm. but to Which me I feel, like I feel like it's worth it yeah the it is you gotta live in a house for what five ten years i don't think that's a problem because get listen if you buy a uh duplex yeah you damn near run it, run it re, oh, excuse me you're you're living rent free who wouldn't want to do that like i want to maximize my time where i'm not working and i can yeah. live my life listen on the on the fly i want to be right right you. Man. and that's how i feel and i feel like people don't understand like i was telling this girl like where i live so me and my dad we have our properties i live in my dad's property he lives in mine i will one day move over there when my dad decides to leave us and go to a different country, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. Anywho, where I am now, it's like a two bedroom townhouse, like a row house. And there was one behind me that went on sale. Now, like the way it's set up, the one that went behind me that was on sale had like a detached garage, a little backyard, a little fence. So I was telling this girl, she was like, I'm looking for somewhere to stay. I was like, yo, they're selling the house right behind me. I was like, you got two kids. If your credit is straight, then you can like, come up on 5,000, you can close on that shit and it'll be, mm-hmm. now think about it, security deposits is first, last month Listen. and what is The security deposit is um, is half day of closing on a house. Real shit. You See, don't- So it's like the security is like, it could be like the first two months, the first, the last month, a month and a half, right? And then so if your rent is eighteen fifty, let me get my calculator out to do something. And they want first month. Right? And they want first month. So off. if your rent is eighteen fifty times two, that's thirty six forty plus eighteen fifty. That's already fifty four ninety. So when we purchased my when my when I helped my dad buy his house, the house was appraised for like three hundred and eighty thousand. Right. Mm-hmm. We closed with eight thousand dollars. That's not bad. This is what I'm, people be like, you need 10%. People think you got to go into the process with, we closed with $8,000. I refinanced twice, brought our payments down to where our tenant pays majority of the rent. Like my dad might pay $130 for the month. That's it. That's beautiful. So, you know what I think that, sorry, I think that we're, that because we are a community that don't speak about money and we don't understand money. So when we hear certain things, it's not explained to us the right way. Mm-hmm. So we get we get apprehensive, we get afraid, we become like um, defensive. Yeah. And instead of like trying to learn and understand, mm-hmm. we already we subconsciously we have already pushed it away. Right, right, right. So I think that's what happens. Like it's so scary because it's such a big thing. Like it's such a big purchase. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to say I'll go pay rent. You know what I'm saying? Because really you have no you don't have anything attached to that but paying yeah, the rent no you know yeah so if i can't afford to pay here i can run you know what i'm saying but you you know you're more attached to it and when you don't have when you have an attachment to something and you don't understand like the layers of it then it gets scary so i think that's what happens with us and i hope that you know as moving forward that all of us would like to you know not feel that way that's right. you got lucky that first of all let me just say people that come from the caribbean that they they come with a different mindset from people right. from us black americans so the things that you may know that mm-hmm. that are taught to you black american people so i was never taught know. this either my parents grew up in straight fairy you know it's like my older sister she mm-hmm. is a business woman okay but you she, have your older sister exactly and it's like, my dad, 
he be running, he operates in that same fear. You can't see beyond like that unknown. Right. In front of your face. It's only the tip of your nose. You can't, you. It's the balance of my stepmom that makes him go that a little further out. Mm -hmm. But I will say this, and this is like my biggest, like this is what I plan on doing with my children. And I think me and my sister were talking about this too. When she was buying her house, they wanted her to show like 10,000 in her bank. Mm -hmm. She needed to use the money. She needed to show that you could pay down your debts. You got money, blah, blah, blah. And her coworker was like, oh, I just gifted my daughter money to close on her house. And that's something that we don't do in our community. Mm -hmm. So if you can start an IRA for your child, like if I were to start even Juju an IRA, probably in a year or two, and I put about $2,000 in it. By the time they would need to close on the house, because that is an authorized deduction from an IRA. Depending on the account, you got to look at the numbers and look at the stipulations, mm-hmm. but you can draw from an IRA right. to, to close on a house. There's, yeah. And it's not necessarily penalized or even just getting them an IRA. So when they retire, they cool. Just a little, right. huh, mommy did this for you. And if you start Man. off with a thousand now, 40, 50 years from now, that money's doing nothing but growing. You don't even got to add no yep. more to it. You just letting it grow. So that I this year I got from my niece and nephews because I do not I'm really like I don't want them to grow up like hand to hand. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh how are we gonna pay this? Like we I was raised like that and you know, you we make it work because we just come from an environment that make it work. Right. So I got them bonds for um for um their, you know, the stocks and bonds. You I think you whatever is it's half. Like if I if you buy twenty, it's really $40 or whatever like mm-hmm. it's half or whatever but it continues to grow it has an interest on it or whatnot over time it, it ha- I think it, and I think it has a max to what it will grow to though don't quote me because I didn't look at the information I just bought it because I knew I wanted to make them give them that for Christmas and I haven't transferred it over to them yet like it's still in my name but there I have I bought them for all of them for Christmas mm-hmm. so th- those are going to be my gifts from now on that yeah. kind of stuff like I'm done with giving um Frivolous thing. Yeah. They're not gonna use next year. I tell people all the time. Listen, don't buy no kids. Don't buy no my kids no toys because I mm-hmm. still wrap it up for Christmas. Um, it's true. Here's the five twenty nine. Here's the five twenty nine information. If right. you would like to make a donation, like yeah, that money in there. That's what we did. Like for Eva's birthday, I took all the cash she got, put it in her five twenty nine. Like just little thing. Like it don't that little twenty thirty dollars you would have spent on an outfit. She don't need no clothes. Yeah, five twenty nine. Like. That's important. Yeah, that is very important. Sure. Went down a rabbit hole. You that. know, you I know. Gone. I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, because these are things that we need to know. These are things that we have to talk about. These are conversations we have to have because nobody had these conversations with us. Yeah, you know, I feel like us as adults now, we're in our thirties. We are now like unlearning what we learned as teenagers as kids even mm-hmm. in our 20s because we that shit is all all of it it's wrong right. it was fear-based so you said what it was fear-based and it was to keep yeah. us conditioned to stay right right right, the, right, right. to not see beyond the world that we mm-hmm. came from right exactly so now as you know we're coming into our mid-30s we are relearning we're learning what's right you know what i'm saying yeah. learning how to properly function in Trump's America. <laughs> but you know, too, and you know, for everything that the internet is not, it is. It so is. you used to be stuck right now, 
that's you. You want to too much information now. It's like it's at your fingertips. All you have to do is go look at it. Google, Google. is like the dictionary. You ain't even got it. You can watch a YouTube video. You ain't even got to read no more. YouTube University. (laughs) You ain't even got to read no more because that was a if you wanted to be smart back then. You had to read. Niggas don't like. It's me. I'm niggas. I don't like to read. I like. I sit there and watch video like. If five YouTube videos yeah. say the same thing, it's law. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's crazy because me and Nisa just learned the other day that we are audio learners. Like by nature, it's our in our nature, we earn by we learn by audio. Right. So it is easier to listen and take notes that way. You know, it's like it, it comes back clear. Like a sponge. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, even with kids, right? So that's why they say, like, don't baby talk them, don't talk to them like that. You talk to them, you speak to them like how they'll understand. And they may not understand everything, but the words that they do understand, they're smart, they're able to piece that shit together to understand. Mm-hmm. And then they'll ask questions. Listen, yep. I have a lot of conversations. Y'all know. Kingston will question y'all to death and he don't want no bullshit ass answers. He wants to know the real deal. So, you know, it's dope. I think that us millennials that are, you know, we're having kids and we have nieces and nephews and, you know, other kids that we're around, we are keeping it so G with these kids. Yes, no hiding like our parents did with us. (laughs) Oh, because it was... (laughs) Yeah, speaking pig Latin and stuff, like I ain't know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, secrets. All right, mm-hmm. that was like, y'all know the three of us. We could talk about this shit all day. Now that we got that out the way, no. yes. Okay, let's jump right into these hot topics, y'all. Okay. So, cuffing season is over. Like it is officially spring. Spring yeah. started last Saturday, and these relationships are like unraveling at the fucking scene. First up, we have Sweetie and Quavo. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not Sweetie. Laughing. I'm not laughing. <laughs> Sweetie and Quavo, they look like reps, like like fairy tale princess, like prince. It was yep. like Cinderella and the prince. Like it was a beautiful story. And child, it's all falling apart. I have like once upon a time, I said like, oh my god, that's so cute. Hashtag goals, right? Now I just look at some niggas like y'all got it <laughs> it's just so crazy no, but y'all got it it's crazy because what you see in a picture like a picture is worth a thousand words right that's what they say and it's like oh my god they're so cute couple goals and i've never thought of like couple goals like ever like because you Everybody's know cool. my couple goal is my couple my couple goal is to go to the different levels in my relationship you know so sweetie tweeted just out of nowhere is what it seemed like to all of us yeah she said i've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character presence don't band-aid scars and the love isn't real when the intimacy is giving to given to other women other women Child. They that said Quavo was down in Puerto Rico with some prostitutes. That's what they had said. Wait, we were? Say that one more time? They said Quavo was down in, in Puerto Rico with some prostitutes and some unattractive prostitutes at that. That's what the people said allegedly. Hmm. 
And so home, so the girl that said that she tweeted like, like I like sweetie, so I ain't gonna say what I saw. But now and so that was like in February. And then she came back and said, Well, now that they broken up, girl, I had seen them. And he was with three like ugly prostitutes in Puerto Rico. And it was like, mm. You paying for sex? That's what the worst part of cheating. Like you paying for sex? I get this shit okay. for free. <laughs> I, I don't I don't feel like it's a problem. And I'm gonna tell you why I don't feel like it's a problem. I understand it from that way. Yeah, like you're paying like ill, disgusting, right? But when you pay, it comes with a different set of rules. Like I pay for this, get out of my way. So I think that in that light or me, not even in that in that like realm, but men in general, when you pay, it's like I don't have to deal with whatever comes after that. I paid you, this was a service, gone about your business. Right. So not that I think not that I think that it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. If it was, if it, but it is what it is. So it's like, it's no attachments. It's no, it, I, I didn't have to work for this. Like, you know, usually if you're not paying, it's a lot of work. You got to work. Like, I got to pretend I like mm-hmm. you. No, I just don't. So, you know, with paying, it's just like, all right, here you get, here you get change. Um, do what you do your business and go about your business. Just right? so, so many out my household. That's my problem. <laughs> what you dating these bitches, paying for these bitches? Go, you pay for somebody? I, I totally I get it I no totally that makes more it. sense though. yeah that. it does it makes a lot of sense but I feel like but you got sloppy because somebody saw you so if one person saw you that means 15 people more than you mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because um then she went on to say that she had mentally checked out of a relationship a long time ago we all been there and that's that, we listen we've all been there you mentally break up with these uh homies you break up with them in your mind first because it's like you thoroughly mourn your relationship that man be sitting right next to you y'all could be at dinner and you be looking at him and he'd be like why are you looking at me like that i'm picturing my life without you right now (laughs) it's over it's over and that's what we do as women you know that's just natural for us and then they wonder why, like you, when y'all broke up and you're fine, it's right? Because I've been breaking up with you for the last six months. Like we just broke up. Okay, we've been. Right? It's the been. last anniversary. I don't even text you anymore. What's wrong with you? <laughs> when was the last time I busted wide open for you? Right. I told you I was sick. Then leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Every day I got a headache. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then Quavo went on to respond and was like. Um, basically like i had love for you and this is how you repay me like not i loved you i love you i had love for you like i got love for everybody on this earth not you (laughs) yeah i i was like when i read that i was like are you kidding me he just said it like she was a close friend like like that was the girl that worked at the pizza shop like man I had love for you I thought you was cool you used like, to be my dog my you was in my left titty my left titty right <laughs> no nope oh, and it then gets it got, better when yeah. when uh, Quavo's sister decided she wanted to chime in about she'd been quiet for so long she was quiet it's not even been 24 hours what you been quiet about like that's what the auntie loud. said no that's what his sister said Quavo, no, the auntie said, no, the auntie said that. It ain't even been 24 hours. Child. Right. And but the then the auntie posted, the aunt posted like she had all those 
like you was just sucking her dick. Like you had all oh, these things. Sis. All like, that. My sister, I love her. You getting free boxes and all of that. Now you love her. Oh, but now you want to say something bad about her. It's Valentine's Day because Sweetie sent out a valent like a Galentine's to all her homegirls. I remember Issa Rae mm-hmm. was like, Low keto, this is the best gift I got all day. <laughs> but she whispered it because her boo was there. <laughs> like real low key. No, because I mean, honestly, I feel like your homegirls, like yo. Yeah, man, he gonna get you a good gift and it's gonna be a good gift. But your homegirls, cause your homegirl know you, like know you, know you, know you. So your homegirl always comes with something that's like, oh my God. It's heartfelt. Yeah, because in the gift from your man, it's heartfelt and it's a good gift. But it's like, you got a different, you it's a different relationship different with your homegirl. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. yo, like my Valentine's Day was, it was great. Right, I got a great gifts. Like everything was like, you really like you really you did that. You did that, boo. And then it was like when Adasha sent me a gift, it was like, (gasps) (laughs) friend. Yeah, it's just different, you know. So, uh, sweetie sent out all these boxes, these good ass gifts. I think it was like a pair of Jordans in there. It was like necklace, like it was all kind of shit, and it was. Oh my sis, I love my sis, my sister-in-law. And then it's like, well, she is a rotten, nasty bitch. And that's why I fuck these these people's families. I call oh, myself oh, ever. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be nice ever. and kiki at the at the cookout, but listen, because at the end of the day, your loyalty is to your family. Your loyalty yep. is to your brother. Your loyalty is to your cousin. Your loyalty is to your nephew, your son. Your you know, uncle. yo, you know, if my brother was on some whole shit, I'm not, I wouldn't have said nothing. Like, I would have just kept my mouth shut. You can't be wrong and strong. Regardless of who she was in the relationship, he could have te- taken his integrity and left the relationship. If she was so bad to him, all right, break up. But don't dog her and then be like, I endured enough. You could have left. Y'all ain't got no, no chick nor child. Like, not even a dog. Or you could have just minded your fucking business. I mean, that's always the best option. Right. No, I'm not talking about Quavo. I mean, because relationship shit is like whatever, right? Because who knows, like Quavo might change his life and they might be able to do like some, some like some, you know, like couples therapy. Because if they really want to be together, they could be together, right? But Mm -hmm. now that, um... You done ran your mouth. I'm not fucking What was her name? Migo Sheree? whatever her fucking name is now that you done chimed in and you minding they business over here like now that shit is messy so now the aunt got beef with the sister and i feel like sweetie's auntie might beat the sister up <laughs> my sweetie auntie said i'm going hard for my mine. <laughs> like i feel like you know i, I got my money on the aunt too I said, all right. Because it can get real disrespectful. Real disrespectful. All right, next breakup. We got Gary Owen and Kenya Dukes. I'm kind of sad about this one. Me too. Because they was together like homeless, you know? And then he got famous and they stayed together. And like she actually got to reap the benefits of his fame. Because he he didn't do her like how Steve Harvey did his first wife. You know what I'm saying? And like level up and get a Marjorie. Like he stayed with his boo. This is Marjorie is his third wife, though. I didn't know he, that. Well, he left the lady he was sleeping in the car with. 
So, you know. Yeah, I, I ain't even gonna hold you. I ain't sleeping in the car with nobody. There's always an, there's always I'm an, not sleeping in the car with nobody at this age. There's I'm always about a, twenty something. I might sleep. I might have slept in the car then. Well, if I see some real, yeah, but you know, no, I ain't gonna sleep in the car. I ain't gonna sleep. That's what I'm car. saying. I can get car from the car during the winter months. Get out of here. I can't. I, I, I cracked the window. Girl. Oh no, I definitely will see. I live saying. in Chicago. It's not like we in LA for the winter. I'm, 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 like I'm not sleeping in the car. Mama, I mean, we gonna home. die. Mommy, I'm coming home. <laughs> I gotta I come be home. In the car. He got me sleeping in the car. In the fucking car. You know, I ain't never been about struggle love, but you know. Anyway, um, what's next, friend? Um, Gary Owens allegedly the wife. She had left some cryptic message. Um, and said that Claudia Jordan like allegedly hooked her husband up with her friend. That's crazy. You know, Claudia Jordan always finds herself in somebody else's relationship situations. Yeah, she's pretty. And she said, hmm. so Claudia Jordan responded and she was just like, um, I don't condone that. If it was one of my friends, I would tell them because I don't condone that. But it's like, well, where there's smoke, there's flames. And I feel like this is not the first time you've landed yourself in the middle of someone's relationship shit. Is Claudia Jordan the lady that was taken up for Nicole with... Um, yes. You know, I... I oh, know yes, with Nicole. She was um, like, but that's my friend. Like I, Nicole Murphy? Yes. Oh, and Lisa Ray almost not... Yo, if they was in person... She would have walked off the stage. I could have. That would have got yeah, really. That heavy. was really heavy because Lisa Ray was like, "Listen, like, nah, you know, like you were, you, she, your friend's wrong." And she really was like, "It's." I understood where she was coming from when she was like, "I don't want to talk about this because this is my friend." So she felt like she needed to take, you know, to stop the conversation mm -hmm. for her friend. But you know, everybody else was like, "Nah, she wrong." She really, I mean, she was, but whatever. That's why Fufa is married to Lila Rashawn. Like, who don't know that that's his wife? And y'all been for years. You, no, you separated. Y'all should have. You should have made him put out a publication before y'all went on vacation that said he's separated. So at least when he turned up with your ass, it could be speculated but not right. confirmed that you are a home wrecker. But at this mm -hmm. point, it's like Nicole Murphy, girl. I'm happy Michael Strahan left his at her ass. Yeah, hang it I up. I love Michael Strahan, y'all. He's so handsome. That gap, oh my God, I'm so in love with that. It's, he's so beautiful. He really is a beautiful man. He mm -hmm. really, really is. I hope that Gary Owen and Kenya do, I really hope that they can reconcile. Ooh. Yeah, me too. I do. I do as well because I feel really sad about them like, They've breaking been married up. married for 18 years and they, and they got such a great vibe together. Yes. They got kids. It's recent though, because just like I was, you know, I'd be stalking people and just his birthday in July, she was like my number one. She didn't even take down no post. So y'all was just good, like in July. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that cheating can't happen. So I really think that within this last half of 2020, you the know, pandemic, the pandemonium, man. How you gonna be cheating during the pandemonium though? The maybe, panorama. Maybe okay. they got vaccinated. <laughs> Doing you were flying to see her. What you was doing? You can fly. We were flying because I know, but I'm saying you shouldn't have been. Like you, sh you should have been quarantining with your bae. With your you bae and your kids. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I mean, their kids are grown, so I guess. Yeah, but that'd be the worst breakup when kids' parents break up when they adults. They cannot handle that shit. Like, yeah, it. 
they yeah, be falling I apart. Like they world, everything that they thought to be because true is not true no more. They be the most broken adults. Like yeah. when my when my cousin's parents broke up, I was like, girl, my parents been broken since I was 10. Fuck no. <laughs> I didn't understand it. I was like, it's probably you better at 10 than at 30. It really is. You know, and I feel like oftentimes, so like when I split from my son's dad, right? We could have played double dutch for a couple years, right? But my parents did that my entire life. My parents didn't get fully get divorced until I already had my son. I, no, no, no. Right before a year before I had, they didn't get fully divorced until 2011, and they were together and separate and together and separate my whole entire fucking life. Listen. I mean, I, I don't know that I, I don't, I feel like I'm okay, like daddy issue wise, but that shit really set the precedence for my no nonsense. Like we not playing makeups to breakups. We not jump, we not going back and forth. You know, I'll give you enough rope to hang yourself, but we not doing that. And that's really why when it was over with my son's dad, snip, like it's over like no over in a block. because I don't want that for my son and I did it like while he was young enough so that my kid got a weird memory he remembers a lot because he'll he would be like remember when daddy used to live with us and I'll be like no <laughs> you know like you remember that what's wrong with you this is what I'm saying so make you know Thank he, you. <laughs> he remembers things like a lot and I'll be like fuck maybe I should have left a year sooner you know because I didn't want my son to, I don't, I didn't want that for him because that's what my sister and I experienced our entire fucking life. So I was like 24, I was 20, 26. That's fucked up. Why? Yeah. Why? And it was like, well, we're, you know, we tried to work it out for y'all. We don't need y'all. We grown. Listen. We needed y'all to work yourselves out for us. Yep. Individually. Seriously you know so i hope they can work it out if not you know i understand wait so what got me was her um hashtags. hashtags so it said white women are not involved not claudia claudia's friend dragging me back to 98th and MacArthur. macarthur street mindset gang gang i wonder where i wonder where they're from I'm about to Google it right I now. I think she's from Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think they're from Cincy. I think they're from Cincinnati. Yeah, I think so. Let's see. You looking it up, Dash? Girl. Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. 98th and MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> My family oh. is from Cincinnati. Gang, gang. <laughs> gang, gang. All right, y'all. The last. Now, this ain't really a breakup. But it's a really like twisted fucking situation. So Derek Jackson, y'all know Derek Jackson. The one that's Derek oh. Jackson, the dark skinned dude. He sit in front of the teeth on the front of their phone with them big ass shoulders talking about women don't deserve that. Women, you know, if a man does this, then he don't care about you and you deserve more. Y'all know the self-proclaimed like um relationship guru or some shit. Did this man get caught out there cheating on his wife? In his marital bed? In his marital bed. Like, it's a whole... It's one thing to cheat, but it's a whole nother game. You playing a whole nother game when you bring... Don't bring no bitch to my bed. 
don't you have to be very a bad story. And sis, it seems like she only fucked with him to prove him wrong. Oh, like, yes. I feel like that. I don't even like your ass, but I'm gonna like you for I'm about to show you something. I'm gonna show you, you something. Wait, so I only seen the accusations. I don't know any of the um the story of it. But what I do know is that I don't trust men that always are on one side. <laughs> like if you are so gun ho about women and you're a man, it's weird to me. If you are so gun ho about men and I'm not sure who that is. But... <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's cool. I was looking. I was like, what's ringing? <laughs> you were really poker face. I was like, whose phone is ringing? You was like, if you're really. <laughs> I love it. That poker face was real. I was, was going to play along. Like, yeah. Like, I didn't even hear nothing. <laughs> Hey, I didn't. I was to be honest, I wasn't sure, and I was like, God, please don't let it be me. Let me let me fuck up the show. I tried so hard. <laughs> um, so if if you're one sided, if you only see things from one side, it's always it's always really weird for me. Mm-hmm. Like he's a man, and he's not that I think that anything like the things that he's saying are very true. Like no woman do, does deserve certain th- you know these things that he he's talking about, okay. right? But he's so one-sided. Like, the world isn't like that. Like, we all know that nobody deserves to be mistreated. Like, in the things that we've had experienced as women, we all know that we don't want that. And no, it hurts, and nobody wants to go through that. But for somebody to be so one-sided is always really scary. So I'm not surprised. This is why I said I'm just not surprised that he would be the one that was cheating. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of men always like speak out about him like oh he's like they call him like gay and shit like that or they call him like a manipulator and things like that and it's I mean not that he's gay but the manipulator part is so very true like yeah a blown manipulator like you said after that wife came on there with that head bonnet like I didn't watch it but I seen it but after that wife came on there with that head bonnet and and he yeah that's manipulation oh at its highest, because I bet you a nigga won't ever. Ever. I, I'm coming to the team, bitch. You're going to have to make an appointment to me, for me to be on this show. You're going to hold my hand. I'm going to look good while you hold it. I ain't coming on there with no bonnet on. This is what I'm crazy. Today she went on there with a purple hat and an army fatigue shirt. Wear her, and her, her natural curls hanging out to the side. Like <laughs> and she's a beautiful woman. She's yes. beautiful. Did you but, turn up? Actually, tell her I'm single. We can kick it this summer. She want to be divorced. I'm trying to have a hot, hot girl summer so it can turn into a hot mom. It is like Let me get back in, guys. The scum on the bottom of my um shoe. No, Derek Jackson is human. And this is what happens when you put yourself, your situation on a pedestal. Life always humbles you. Oh, you for sure. The grace. When John Gray was cheating on a venter, he had a lot to say. But John Gray came back and said, I only slept with one woman and that was my wife. Can you say the same? Boom. Mm. Check. Oh, I, I forgot about John. I did see that. John Gray had a John, lot to say. Yeah, he he never had, I guess John Gray never had sex. But I don't he believe. Out here, he was out here tricking. Sometimes men don't want to have sex. Sometimes they really do want to be in the company of other women. Like me and my sister were having this conversation. All right. We spent a lot of time in the breakup season. Spring break. Spring break in South Beach has been, not even just South Beach in Florida altogether, has been wild business. 
we're not gonna spend too much time on this one. I don't think they handled it well. And honestly, <laughs> I was I was just saying, um, if I were the people like the residents of like South Beach, I would file a clash action suit against the city of Miami because why would you implicate an 8 p.m. curfew and not up your forces? They was having a party in the street. Do y'all see that shit? How to be my girlfriend lived there. Jumping on cars, like just, just we're first of all, open up the clubs. Let them come to the clubs. They in the streets anyways. Open them shit. Well, like why would you let them? Huh? Or make a designated area. This is what let them go on to the beach all night. Like somebody might wash a shirt, you know, whatever. That's your business. But yeah. let them go. Like why are you allowing them to like literally antagonize your residents off of a decision that you make? And the mayor probably don't even live in Miami. He goes home every night. He crossed that bridge and he home. That's not, I feel bad for the residents. I just, you know, at my older age in life, loud music bothers me in a residential neighborhood. Yes. Yes. I'll be like, turn it down. You wouldn't want to live in the Bronx, dear. <laughs> I feel like in the Bronx, in the Bronx. But see, I feel like in the Bronx, though, right? Everybody's loud, right? When you come to Jersey and it's a quiet ass town and you coming through, turn it down. Turn it down. Damn. I used to be calling Renisa like you ain't gonna believe this shit. I just woke up at three o'clock in the morning and they playing. <laughs> I'm like, go! I, I gotta go to work in the morning. Even though they play a hating, we still made it to the top. <laughs> you know, I love big puns, and he just they just turned for them into big puns way. That's dope. That's dope. That is really dope. Um, yeah. so the kids they're out of control. Yo, my favorite video was Homegirl. This is bad. Homegirl was on that car. I don't even, she wasn't even twerking. She was like, legs wide pussy open, like pussy popping. ready. On the hood car, right? And she having fun. And her baby daddy came and fucking snatched her the fuck up off that car. She's like, we good though. <laughs> she had her bonnet on and sleep. She was laying on his shoulder like, we good though. We, she said that they had went, so she lives in Florida and she had, um, they went to Florida. They, I mean, they went to Miami. They drove down separately and he had been calling her and she was not answering the phone. And he just so happened to see her ass on the hood of somebody's car, popping her poots. <laughs> popping that he got her up out of there. And dragged <laughs> her ass right the fuck up out of there. Like, girl, I you doing the most. The most. She was doing the most. I didn't expect that though. I thought she was gonna fall off the car. Me I was too. Like, That's exactly what I expected. I was like, you know how like, you be like, waiting? They gonna run her over. Exactly. Like, oh, she about to get. And I know they drunk. They about to run. Like the girl that fell out the car in Atlanta, where she was trying to dance on the thing, and the and they pulled off on her. And she the light changed. She tumbled and then picked up. Oh man, that was man. I would have just never take me home. Take me home. That's what you home. It's over for me. Take me home. Because I know somebody's seen it and now they're gonna be telling me that I'm the girl that fell out the car. Exactly. Like take me home. But that's what your stupid ass get. Like if that's what you want to do, that's what your stupid ass get. Like I would I would much rather my my dude snatch me up than like you know, you should look like somebody loved me. Then my friend just (laughs) dogged me in the street. They ain't love me. Just like clapping me on like eh, eh, eh. no. I would prefer for my dude to come and like snatch me up, like get your ass yeah. over here. Snatch me. Mm-mm. Don't I mean, let me fall because at that moment, like that. I feel like she needed to be snatched up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, she definitely needed to be snatched. It was, it was, 
It was intense. It was heavy. Yeah. It was baby girl. What is you doing? Just twerking the street like the rest of us. Why you want this man? Like me? she was like legs. Like legs. I can't even move my legs like that, number one. So yeah. Back be uh-uh. hurt, lower back be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i mean i'm gonna feel it in the morning in the morning in the morning mm-hmm. it's really crazy down there it's been like some really bad stories i don't want to get into it it's a lot you Let's know and this on the funny note did y'all see the video so at clear water beach because that's where the caucasians are miami south beach is where the african-americans are the caucasians okay. up on the gulf they had locked up they put this white boy in some handcuffs but did y'all wait before he hopped out did y'all see the guy the friend went and opened the door no i didn't see that that's how the door got opened because he was in cuffs and they closed the door his friend went and walked up to the door and opened it and walked away and that's how he got out yo he you know how that's a friend running the snow in the sand with handcuffs he ain't even got no talent man I'm, i'm happy for him Careful, his friend is a real his friend a real one because he's like y'all i ain't gonna let my dog go out and not enjoy spring break he did get caught he got caught the he, cop pulled a gun on him nah free free my my dude chad free chad <laughs> free chad till it's backwards um all right yeah spring break wait you know what irritated me the most about spring break what all these old motherfuckers that's out there you ain't on spring break you on sick leave go the fuck home go home hang it up Vanessa, mind your business we just came out of a panorama you better let you know them- what i ain't mad I'm not I don't like that. I'm outside. <laughs> you know what? I ain't mad because let me tell you, if you hooked up with the right old one, you was getting your, your spring break taken care of. So sure. you want to be, be with the broke kid that's on spring break, which you you know that ain't got no money. Or I you mean, wanna be right. with the, I guess so. You know, I, I ain't mad. I ain't mad. I'm not, I'm not. Listen, we don't, we survived 2020. Go I need a second childhood. I need a second childhood. That that's their second childhood. They trying to relive, you know. People almost thought they was gonna die last year. Okay, all right, all right. People almost died way. last year. <laughs> when you put it that way, I and mean, if it wasn't from COVID. We thought it was gonna be the cops. So I mean, at this point, can we celebrate? You right. Can we yeah. Enjoy ourselves. I mean, that's not even fun to me. It's not even fun to kick it's it with not, a bunch of kids. It's not it's fun. Not. I would yeah. have got on the Yeah, that's it. And uh, I'm old now. I want to go to bed. This you know, I like a day weekend. party. I like to get drunk at two o'clock in the afternoon and go to bed and, and be cool. You know, that's yeah. so. That's what I'm saying. Like y'all older than us. Hang it up. Yeah. Not for spring break. Probably spring took break. a nap though halfway through the day. Anyways, Kirk and right his home. son. We gonna speed through this one. Kirk, Kirk okay. and his son. Shit is getting real heavy. It's getting real heavy. I don't it's- like it. I don't like it either. It's getting real. It's getting real heavy. So Kirk and his son. So the son came out, talked about how the daddy wasn't shit. They tried to make it seem like he was estranged, right? And he's not estranged at all. They just have a very volatile relationship, right? So Kirk, he released likes the audio of Kirk cursing him out. Kirk sounded like. If you think that gospel music has gone too far, <laughs> and he was like, I will stomp you on your neck. 
nigga, <laughs> with your bitch ass. Like he cursed him out. He. <laughs> I mean, like him. I, I've been told worse. I mean, we've been cursed out worse. At least he got called worse by better. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I would be cursed out, be rich. Like, okay, I'll take. It. Right. So apparently, you know, he had all the opportunities that the other kids did, and he fumbled the bag. You know, so his mom had went. Um, she had done an interview. I forget what his his mom's name is, but she had done an interview, like a radio interview, maybe a podcast or whatever. It was some type of interview, and she, you know was like, you know, that's my son and I love him and I've done everything that I have, that I've could. His father has done everything that he could to, you know, give him a better life. I guess they were teen parents, you know, all of these things. Um, she, he said that his father, like he thought his father was gonna kill him. And she said like, listen, if this is how you feel, if you think that someone is trying to kill you, we can press charges, right? Mm-hmm. We can do this. They never press charges. And, you know, she said that um, she really tried to give her son, you know, they really tried to give their son the best life that they could to get him help, to put him in therapy. They've tried therapy. They've done a lot, right? I guess to no avail. So, you know, she was like on... Uh, not on Kirk's side, not on her son's side, just kind of like neutral. Like, you know, I respect Kirk. He's done, you know, his job as a father. This is my son and I love my son. I walk to the end of the earth for my son, right? Yeah, that's what I got for him. Right, right. So it's like, um, so what, so basically what my son is saying, the narrative he's trying to paint. Not what it is. That's not what it really is, right? So, as I was looking some stuff up today, there was an interview, you know, just trying to, you know, stay up on the details to see if anything had come out. I, um, there's a YouTube, a YouTuber, um, it's a show, the Armin Wiggins show. He had gotten some audio. I don't know who sent it to him. Some audio back, um, saying that, um, so it was carry on. That's the son was arguing with some of his, I guess his roommate and his roommate's, um, friend, I guess he was staying at a, um, what you call it? A hostel in LA. Right. So he's staying at a hostel in LA, you know, and then that makes me kind of sad. Like, damn, you are, at a, and a hostel is like, um, I'm scared of them. A hostel is intense. Yeah. Take my hostel. The name sounds Host- it's hostile, hostile, you know? It's intense, hostile. right? So I guess, you know, it kind of you know what I think about hostels and like uh room boarding houses. I always think about hey Arnold. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Remember his grandparents ran the hostel, ran the uh, boarding uh house, right? Mm-hmm. So Carry on got into an argument with one of the girls that lived at the house and her gay bestie was in town. Mm-hmm. It was Christmas day and they were all, I guess, spending time together and he was trying to kick it with her. And she was like, chill. Cause you know, my friend is in town. Like, you know, I'm not trying to do all that. So they got into a really big argument and so, like a huge argument. So they didn't know that he's Kirk Franklin's son. 
like they didn't know that right so mm -hmm. they're arguing and the queen you know trying to like come so they're not even they're not arguing with him he's arguing with them right like mm -hmm. ah fuck that calling him the f word and you know all of this stuff like really going in and they like oh my god like chill out like i'm not nobody's trying to go here with you so the queen the best friend is playing kirk franklin songs just trying to like lighten the mood mm -hmm. like playing like you know i guess it would be like somebody's acting angry you just throw on some gospel music mm -hmm. and everybody knows kirk franklin so he says great something like wait how did he say it thanks for, thanks playing, for playing my molester's music why is that abuser no he did not say abuser he said molester thanks for playing my molester's music and it was like they immediately turned it off and the dude was like i knew it i knew something was up with him like i knew something was wrong with him but before he said thanks for playing my molester's music he started saying like you don't even know who the fuck i am you don't even know who my father is like um he said, I'm the son of a famous fuck. Like he like started like really spiraling. Like he really started he emotionally messed up. Right. Oh he my really Jesus. started spiraling. And then he said, Um, thanks for playing my molester's music. And then he like the guy turned the music off and he was like, damn, like I knew it. I knew like something was off. I knew something was up with him. And it's just like, ooh. Mm. So then that puts a whole different spin on shit. Like a whole yeah. different... It changes him from being a, a disgruntled child to just, you've been through some shit. I just, you know, nobody's going to want to believe him over Kirk Franklin, but no. that happened to him. You know, cancel culture real strong for me. Yeah. You can't fucking yeah. kill Especially now. your son. Like, I mean, not that it's okay to happen yeah. to anybody, but yeah. your son your son. Like, not only is it your child, but it's your son. Like, so dude, are you Because it hasn't even hit the blogs yet. So when did this recording come out? So I saw this, this, the guy he recorded live on, what's today's date? Today is the, the 23rd. So maybe like the 21st or the 22nd, that video. So he said that, I guess he reported on it. Mm -hmm. and then you know people were like you lying you lying and he was like I mean I'm not he was like you know I'm not here to say I believe it I don't believe it but this is what this audio says yeah you know what I'm saying this is what I don't know I'm gonna wait for Fee to post it because Fee post whatever when Fee posted is true <laughs> when who posted Gossip Fee in from City. Gossip in the City oh I don't know Gossip in the City guys Gossip oh. in when Fee posted it's real real quick like on one so niece like we know you i know you i know dash knows you like tell the people who you be okay so my name is lenise my mama named me that no <laughs> um i like my name though but some people also call me annie mm -hmm. annie is a another day it's a whole nother day because then i have to go into a story and it'll be funny and anyway long long story short <laughs> for that one though but i've self-proclaim my name to be Annie because Erica Badu has a um song it's called Annie don't wear no panties and when I hear it I just think of freedom so 
another day we can talk about that because it's a funny story mm-hmm. um so anyway I am a designer and a uh, seamstress mm-hmm. I lived in New York for six years and um I'm back in Ohio right now my mom got sick and COVID happened I lost my job like everybody else in the world but um that wasn't the reason why I had to leave New York my mom got sick and I just chose to um, stay with my family because it was more important for me to be here than to be there. Mm-hmm. But um, at this time, so I have a company. It's called Anatopia World, Annie. So um, I create cool T-shirts, and I have a brand called Cool Ass Swimming Girl. And um, also, cool girls do what they want. Cool girls do what they want is like um, I just want women to know, young, old, in between, to know that you know the coolest thing you could ever do is be yourself. Like, no matter how weird you think you are, no matter how um, silly or beautiful or personable or whatever you think you are, it is the most coolest thing ever to be yourself. And um, so I'm working really hard on that. And that's that's going to be my flow through, you know, as I continue to create um, new stuff. Um, also, I have a website. It's called www.anatopiaworld.com. Um, and I sell cool shit, you know, it's real cool thing. shit, girl, you know, yeah. I mean, it's going to get cooler, you know, it's going to get cooler. Cause it's, you know, I'll just be trying uh, to level the cool up, up, you know, as right. your hot girlness cool goes up, up the site gets yes. Boom. yes, you know, and, and, and I am not working like a nine to five right now. So I have time to actually put time into myself and my business and right. I look forward I look forward to doing that this this whole pandemic thing has been a gift and a curse mm-hmm, yeah. I miss New York so much so so much I really wish I was there but you know life happens and we're here um do you guys want to know anything else about me like did I miss something or well, you know? I think you cover everything all right well follow it, me yes follow all things all- all things Annie mm-hmm. or the artist Annie which is my business page because I am an artist the art art is everything and I create shit dope shit and I am an artist so follow me um yeah call me too you know call me no. <laughs> <laughs> you know she's single <laughs> like a dollar bill baby I'm crazy too, but uh, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I, I was playing. I was playing. I was playing. She's kind crazy, of crazy though. though. She's not she crazy. Kind of- All right. So that brings me to our topic for this week. So I came across this post. Um, it's a girl, you know, a little black girl, and she has colored hair. And it's a cute little meme. Let's deal with that. I don't know what I'm doing. So basically, she's saying be yourself, be authentically yourself, right? Be like, just because my hair looks like this, I'm not unprofessional. Just because I choose to wear bamboo earrings and multiple chains and bright colored polish and I have a nose ring and I got an eyebrow piercing because I have these things I'm not unprofessional I'm not ghetto yep right if I have long braids down to my ass 
because this is what we do in my culture. This is, I'm black, I'm African, African-American, right? It doesn't make me unprofessional. It doesn't make me ghetto. And it's like, it's okay. It's not okay when I do it. It's not okay for us to have on these big ass hoops and cut like multiple gold chains. And it's not okay because it's ghetto. But then when our white counterparts do it, it's fashion. You know, like the yeah. boxer braids, them cornrows, yeah. uh, the Bo Derek braids. Been wearing them all my life. You know, you know. Yeah. So, um, go ahead. I, I think that just coming from a more corporate world, and I remember the last time I worked on property it was just a big thing for me to be polished, like, you know, as a black woman. And a lot of my biggest, um, my biggest criticism came from black women. Um, I don't know if it was coming from a place of, we want to help you further yourself, or if it was coming from a place of, we can't see beyond what's in front of us. You know, we were talking about that earlier. Um, and I remember my conversations with the HR lady. And I know I spoke about this in a previous episode, um, episode where we talked about how the handbooks of a lot of companies are set up to be um, discriminatory between be towards Black women. You can't have braids more than an inch and in, uh, a centimeter in diameter or in width. Um, ponytails can't be X, Y, Z amount of length. This doesn't apply to any other race because who, who getting braids like that? You know, like who's wearing their hair like that? And um, it just goes to show that when we do it, it's an issue. When anybody else does it, it's not an issue. Like for example, when you were just saying, I'm crazy, right? Had you been a Hispanic woman, that would have been okay. That would have been, you a fiery Latina. You know what I'm saying? Like when we do it, it's an issue. Anybody else does it, it's a justification. Black for woman. It. Mm -hmm. When black women do anything, God forbid we say we need a break from these kids. Nobody should have told you you should have had all them kids. But Sally, oh my God, let's get her some help before she offs the whole family. Like, let's get her some help. Yep. You know, that, a lot mom, of that mom, I think she was in Texas in like the 90s that killed all of her kids is about to get yep. out of jail. I remember that. She killed all that. of them. I think she drowned them. She drowned no, and the band, with one the one that dropped like in the No, like she drowned, she drowned him in a tub. Oh, I thought it was. She drowned him in a tub. I think it was in a tub. I think she drowned him in a tub, but we could have had the story wrong because we were all young. But I remember yeah. that story. And I think she drowned, and it was like six or seven kids. She drowned every last one of those kids in the tub because she was overwhelmed. And she, I, I'm not sure was she married. She yeah, may have been did. married and like he was gone or something, but she was like, he's man she probably was suffering from postpartum for all those kids okay he drowned oh, five kids in the bathtub in 2001 she had very bad postpartum depression postpartum psychosis and schizophrenia mm -hmm. and no help and no help it's been 40 years huh they're saying that she served a life uh she was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 40 years the verdict was overturned on appeal in light of false testimony by one of the expert psychiatric witnesses damn she got off on a technicality on a technicality she's coming home but if i say i need a fucking break you're not being a good mom nobody told you to have a kid 
Wow. So, you know, he stayed, her husband stayed married to her for three years after the murder. He only divorced her, citing that they hadn't been together since she killed the kids. Wow. Mm. That's crazy. But yeah, so it brings me to, you know, just give some appreciation to our people, to our, the things that we make popular, right? So I was listening to Karen Civil and Mingley. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they were talking about, I think that this is a conversation that everyone's having right now, right? Because we push the culture forward. We, mm-hmm. so Karen said, black women are the epitome of what fashion and leading are. And it's true mm-hmm. of what fashion is, leading is. It's so true. If we say something is hot, it's hot. It's hot. They're going to jump on it. Like, everybody is going to jump on it, you know? And it's just like, it would be one thing if it's like, oh, this, I love this style because I don't know, sweetie had this thing and I thought it was so dope. So I'm going to wear this because shout out to sweetie because she did that, but it's never, it's never, you know, it's never the cultural appreciation. It's always the appropriation. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, like with Kim Kardashian in this, uh, in the Bo Derek braids, right? Boxster braids. No, that's what she called it. Like the Bo Derek braids. Right. And then yeah, it was boxer braids. Mm-hmm. And then it was, you know, all of these different things. And those braids that she had that she called the Bo Derek cause Bo Derek's braids were blonde. Right. Mm-hmm. Those were, those what is it like Fulani like the African yeah, the stitch braids or something the the what is it stitch no no no, no, I'm no, no, like no, no. The, it's like this Fulani the braids with the beads and the you know yeah, like, so like they come they forward shape, like they shape that, like moon your face and they tribal it's a Fulani something braids right I'm gonna look it up so oh, it's super God. tribal right it's the super tribal braids it you came out like, oh, these blonde Bo Derek braids. Yeah. And it's like, Blondie braids, yeah. no, 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 no. That's not what it is. So instead of saying, calling it like the African braid, and calling it what it is, you completely wiped all of the culture out of it and called it something completely different, you know? And so, mm-hmm. and that's the shit that's, it gets frustrating, you know, like even like, um, so, you know, of course we love articles. So I have a list of things that we push forward, right? So even back from like the 80s, 70s, you know, whatever, like starting out with like bucket hats, right? Wasn't nobody wearing bucket hats until L. Cool J and them came through with the Kango bucket hats. Yo, remember the bucket hats with the fur on it? Like the fuzzy ones? From yeah. The 2000s? Mm-hmm. That was my shit. With the lip yeah. gloss. Love bucket. You know. Girl. The brown lip liner with the clear lip gloss, to be exact. Yes. yes. Right from the dollar store. And still with your hoop earring. Boom. At the hair store at the two cousins hair store, you know. It's like um even like down to our like uh like our vernacular, like the, our slangs, our ebonics, all of these things, mm-hmm. right? How we say, Yeah, I'm finna I'm about to. Cause we finna do this. That's what we finna do. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when they be like, "Yo," I'm like, "Who? Who is that?" Don't refer to me like that. Mm-mm. Yo, y'all can just be. <laughs> it sounds like use to me. You, you all. Use always sound real disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Right, and so now it's like, 
finna and child, like honey child, child, please. They have yeah, well, inducted these words into like Webster's dictionary, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, it's like it drives me fucking crazy. Like, it's one of my homegirls, my friend Ashley, we were talking the other day. Now, Ashley is biracial. Her mom is white. Her dad is black, right? Early on, as a biracial child, she had to choose. Like, because you got to pick a side, right? It's unfortunate that it happens this way. So early on, she, I'm a black woman, right? Mm Because this is kind of, you know, where it has to go, right? So we were looking at, um, I was like, you remember this girl from high school? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, we were talking about her. And so I was like, yeah, I came across her Facebook and she's white. She's a white girl. And um, we're just looking like, wow, her kids are beautiful, whatever, whatever. And she says, niece, why is it that when, you know, these women, like, you know, some white women, a lot of them, you know, date black men, they look the same. Like they have this, this thing. Right. They get the same haircut. They get the same. They have the same. They wear the same clothes. It's like this. It's like a it's prototype. Yeah, it's like yeah. a. Yeah, when you're older, it's the bob, right? But like mm-hmm. when you're younger, it's like the deep part, swoop ponytail, big hoops, the shiny lip gloss, and they talk like. Nah, because I told that nigga and I said and I, I, like it's all of this. Like stop right? it. Yeah. This is like, girl. Stop. There's a girl. So you know I be Love After Lockup is another one of my shows. I know exactly who you're talking about. There's a girl named Sarah. Now Sarah then had two kids with Michael. I don't know how, because Michael ain't it for me. Mm-hmm. Michael from his hair. Um, but no, when Sarah gets with Michael. And I raised these kids by myself and da 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 But when the men be in it, when the um the people be interviewing her, you know, I just don't understand why Michael chooses to not be a part of our children's life. It gets real. You be set tripping, girl. And I what are you what are you trying to what are you trying to prove? Yeah. <laughs> it's really like they get it gets really weird because it's like now you are. It's okay. Now, if this is, how can I say this, right? For people that I'm not like a preference, right? Everyone has a preference, right? My preference is a ball player. I want you tall with a different type, like a ball player physique. You could be light skin, you could be dark skin, you could be brown skin, you know what I'm saying? But this is what I like, right? But it's another thing if it's like, I don't fuck with black girls, I only fuck with white girls because x y and z right right? and then you go and the the white girl that you choose looks like me the black girl that you don't want right so what's the real problem right 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 you just don't like black women because now you got sarah but she want to act like keisha so do you really like black girls or do you like white girls to act like black girls which one is it and you know that's really strange because then they get these you know and it's like yo i don't i don't act like that that's really extreme yeah because it's a it's a false 
narrative. It's not what all black women act like. And I right. feel like they all, I feel like not only not, this doesn't happen only with white women. It happens with gay men. It happens with white women. It happens with gay white males. It's this thing that they think that black women are rah, 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 rah. Like this is, you know, and sometimes we are, but that's not all of us, you know? Right. And then it can also be situational. And I don't mean like that's not all of us like separately people. I mean, that's not all of us. Like we have layers to us, and it, it, right. sometimes we are that, and sometimes we are not. Sometimes we are still very professional women. We are we are still very caring women. We are still very nurturing women. We are still very rah 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 if we have to. But right. that's not the end all be all to the right. Black it's the code switch. Yeah, code and we switch. have to code switch because that's culturally what we have to do. But isn't that way everybody within? Our life. But that's everyone within every community. Absolutely. But we're the only mm. one that gets like criticized for being that but it's okay for everyone else to be that because you'll see and i'm a uh you'll see like a youtuber or influencer being like yeah you know acting like that and then they people laugh but if you see the black girl doing that they're like oh she got her why she ain't acting like that what is she doing why her hair like that why she this why she that why that but you can't but oh boy or oh girl over there doing it and they not the same color as we are and it's it's deemed like funny like it's like mm-hmm. a character like yeah 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 you know it's it's disgusting right and so and then it's like you know to bring it back around to the fashion mm-hmm. right so if i wear like the girl that had the pink lashes right yeah. When she had those pink eyelashes on, she had like pink braids and then she had pink lashes. It's like, oh, this is a ghetto bitch, right? Mm-hmm. And then next season, spring, so spring 2019 comes around and you got all the fashion models walking down the runway and uh, they got pink lashes, pink eyelashes and pink wigs on. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, but y'all gave uh Shaquanda from, from Miami mm-hmm. so she was from Jacksonville I think y'all gave her such a hard time like y'all roasted my good sis and now in it's terms, her look she should sue their asses you know yeah it would be awesome so then it's like um the sweatsuits the monogram sweatsuits right Deborah Dan had that shit on lock in the 80s and they came and they raided his shop. They shut him down. They carried all of his shit out. And then a couple years ago, maybe at this point, like five years ago, Gucci had, you know, because, um, you know, they're they not going to they not gonna do it right away. They, they put gonna, it in the closet. They're going to sit years. on it for a little while, <laughs> right? They sat on it, then monograms, and I, I, I'll never forget. It was like the girl she had on like a little Gucci monogram. It was like the sleeves. They was big sleeves. Mm-hmm. And they, it was like, um, I guess, balloon sleeves or something mm-hmm. like that. And they saw her. And it was a black girl. They saw her walking down the runway. Boy, they lit Gucci up. Like Yeah, because was, that was something he created in the 80s. Like, that was one of the, the people that he created. Like, he created that jacket. I remember, I, I know the jacket that you're talking about that Gucci made, and I know the jacket that you're talking about that he made, because I think his was in Louis, Louis fabric. Yeah. Like, it was like a, um, the monogram Louis, and it the sleeves were huge, and I remember the girl having, like, a baseball cap on and stuff. Yeah. 
and um i remember that being on a runway and saying people like oh no that's what you can't do and so it was yeah and they forced him to go back into to the person that created that like because if we speak up enough they don't have a choice we are the culture we're the buying we're moving it you know like once it's on us it's on us i remember and this is back further this is like us as child remember you know us being younger but i remember when abercrombie am i saying it right abercrombie was like the the suburban kid uh outfits right we went at abercrombie and it went crazy you know like it even just that little and that's just like what we can see like you can touch feel in your own area right but I remember like coming to school like oh yeah this the new this the new hot thing and we went to this whole like um like boat shoes and be yeah like a boat shoot like a vibe and it went I'm quite sure their sales soared just because of that seeing us for sure they even boosted the price they boosted the price I mean yes that one right there yep Yep, that's it. That's the one right there. And it did. It definitely boosted their sales. You know, I mean, growing up in Southern California, Abercrombie and Hollister, it was always a thing because those are like the skater shit, right? Mm -hmm. So in Southern California, it was always a thing, right? Mm -hmm. It was always a thing. That's just what the fuck people wore because that's what was in the mall, you know? It was right there. It was Mm -hmm. hot. It's, that's what it is. But as soon as you're right, as soon as somebody, you know, from the hood tapped into it and was like, oh, this is cute. I'm finna wear this. Them fucking prices soared. $98 for a sweatshirt. And we were that's young. That was unheard of. I mean, that's how it is now with, um, think about the sneakers and shit. Air Force yeah. is $60. Yeah. But, and then you got to pay $300,000 for resale because the sneaker app is held down by the motherfuckers that work for the company <laughs> then first of all the sneaker app still ain't right because every time i get on there and try to get something i still don't get something and now they got this drawing and a fucking drawing say sold out so who tell me who the next person in line to get all the damn seekers sneakers <laughs> for real yeah and it's true like we've always that goes back to like break dancing and that goes back yeah. to you know us being outside on the block and you know and like you know our parents may not have been able to afford everything, but you was going to get a house of sneakers. Had a good sneaker. That's it. That's all that mattered. You know what I'm saying? So then it's like when we, we made that shit what it is. And then it went from, you know, being like that, that's hip hop. That's hip hop because in hip hop, it is like, um, the hats and the dope ass sweatshirts and the you know the monogram shit and then you know the big chains and the you know like the big like the chains layered mad gold jewelry the big hoops gold for sure because nobody was wearing silver because gold is like gold is money not in our culture nobody was wearing silver it was it was a must that you wore gold gold was what it was it's like what do you got on silver for like gold is what it was like nothing is nothing is better is better than gold gold 10 gold rings the all all those things you know what nails 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 our nails wv um what's the what's the um yeah coco coco always had nails but 
Flojo, Flojo, like now it's like that used to be deemed ghetto. Like ew, like you get like acrylic long acrylic nails. I'm like I'm too excited. I gotta slow down. So like <laughs> super long acrylic nails, and like now it's the it's the thing to be or the thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like all nothing. these new designs and everything, and that we couldn't wear that to work if we tried. But now it's like everybody <laughs> has that on. You know, no matter who you are, not black, not white, not whatever. It doesn't matter. East Indians got nails out like thorns. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So th that's a part of our culture as well. Super crazy designs, mm -hmm. red long fingernails, mm -hmm. mad stones. Remember we used to get, I used I used to couldn't wait to be an adult so that I can get the hole burned through my nail to get the, the ring. The yes. Like Janet Jackson in that video I, with Buster Rhymes. I was going to be grown and be a part of the 90s and I was going to wear long nails mm -hmm. with, the, with the hoops on there or um, airbrushing. Yes. Remember airbrushing? Airbrush yes. on your nails, airbrush yeah. on your clothes, your sweatshirt, your t-shirt, your jeans, everything. Yeah, everything. like it's, it was, that's all a part of our culture. Hair accessories, barrettes, bows. Yo, there's nothing better than right now in 2021 seeing a little girl come bopping down the street with bobos and barrettes in her hair nothing like or a, or a fresh set of brett cornrows with beads on the end i love to see it love yeah. to see it and that's like i see everybody with with braids and beads now like all the kids no matter who mm -hmm. you are i see them with braids and beads mm -hmm. and i mean and it's okay yeah it's, it's cool it's it's it, I mean don't try to make it your own because it's not yeah just please Hopefully. don't say the they the Boderic Bo braids like just call it what it is you know Falani's yo but did y'all see how um maybe like last week Kim Kardashian had posted some grills she had just got like oh like she was the first to ever do it and oh boy was like ah, ah, it was like opal right like opal yeah. Yeah. Was like, had ah, opal ah, top and bottom ben, <laughs> yeah. ben it's had been me my grandma lit Maxine Crosby. My grandfather, as a wedding gift, bought her some open face with the with the mother of pearl in there. Sorry, Ooh. Kim. Been <laughs> ain't you. Been it there, ain't. done that. Yeah. And I mean, and not for nothing, it looks great. It's fire. It but is. It's dope. Don't try to make it like you just came up with this because you didn't. You did. Like that man. It was. It's a rapper from St. Louis. He came through like nah. Hey yo. Like, and this yo. is their culture. That's a southern. You know, like. That's a grills are a that southern Midwest. thing, you know. Yeah. So they they freaking any any nothing is new under the sun. Mm -hmm. Nothing is new under the sun. So you know, in a southern way, that they've tried every and anything on on the grill side. It's very mm -hmm. very true. You know, I love us, and I love that we make things what it how? is. We, we make, make it hot if we go and we touch that shit that shit is like good as gold yeah because it's like yeah you might have all the pieces to try to put them together and it just it ain't it's not gonna hit right yeah. it does not it does not hit right it's like you need somebody like you need one of us to come through and like ting like Put Magic. that little razzle-dazzle on it. Magic. I think that what's happening now is that they're seeing that it's essential to have um, us there. You know, oh, we yes. have Virgil at, um, we have Virgil 
at Nike. At, no, not Nike. He's at Louis Vuitton. Oh, One moment. Louis Vuitton. Yeah, Virgil's at Louis Vuitton. We have Perfect. Don C is working with Nike, you know, like, so they're, they're understanding that it, it is so important to be a part of, you know, for us to be a part of it because we create in a wave, like we are the wave. So I, you know, they're starting to see like, you know, we can't do this without them. It's you know? true. It really is true. And it's like, you know, pay people for their ideas, pay these yeah. creative people for, you know, what they bring to the table. But not even just pay them, give them credit. Cause you yeah, can get yeah, yeah, and all you that. Can, shit. Yeah, because it's been plenty of times where people have been paid and their name has been taken off of them because that is very they're paid true. for their name to be taken off this. Right. They come to the, the table and say, at the end of the day, I, you're right. The credit most times is worth more than yeah, the payment. You pay me. That's like, you know, this is, you know, a little different, but like, um, what's his name? Jason Weaver for um, Lion King. the Lion King. They were going to pay him $2 million. And his mother said, no, give him the rights to this song so that he can always be paid so that he can always be acknowledged because they could have paid him and then took the song and twisted it into something else and put um somebody else on it yeah mm -hmm. this is true um that's a lot of the times like uh this is a like a theater uh reference but in theater um designers will put their stuff in movies and stuff mm -hmm. and they'll give the designers whose clothes they are the credit rather than give the actual person who actually dressed and created the looks for this the credit and that's what happens a lot of the times like we can have you can have people that are black designers that are behind the scenes and doing um you know great work but the credit mm. is given because at the beginning of the talk the ta they run to the table listen you're going to get paid x y and z but we want the credit for it you know right. so right. you know uh, that has to that has to stop because you know we deserve to be known to say hey we did this yeah. yeah yeah that's like uh misa hilton she is now like the head creative like the over mcm you know what i'm saying and it's like mm -hmm. she's not necessarily like i mean I, she is designing but you know it could have been you know they could have just been like all right you can model a couple pieces and do a little bit of stuff and this is what we're gonna pay you for no pay me for all of this shit because before misa hopped back on hopped onto mcm people were wearing it like a bag here and a bag there yeah but you got mary J you got fucking beyonce on the cover of the carter's album in an mcm bodysuit and shit like in the videos mary j blige walking around in full mcm you know big daddy kane still with his fine ass wearing a floor length mcm trench coat like yeah. these are people who have continuously like still to this day pushed the culture forward yeah. i mean and nobody's bigger than beyonce honey nobody when you get beyonce in your stuff you're like you better take heed to what you got so That's what i'm saying yeah all right i guess that wraps up this episode of the personal space podcast yeah. thanks so much for joining us i had a great time with you you ladies. know Nisa's like, like the most fashionable person that i know thank you you know so it's like who better to talk about fashion and the culture than you 
Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm really um, happy that you guys had me. Uh, it's been a joy. We've talked about a lot of cool stuff. Probably <laughs> ran over a little bit, but you know, it's, I, I definitely enjoyed this. Well, thank you. You're, you're always welcome. Thank you. you always get to see As long as you guys will have me, I'll always come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, tell the people where they can find you. Okay. So you can find me at um, I have two pages. So I have my business page and I have my personal page. My personal page is all things Annie. Um, yeah, all things Annie. That's IG. Um, my um, business page is the artist Annie. I think I said it wrong. The <laughs> artist Annie. <laughs> it's not the, it doesn't have two E's, it has one. The artist Annie. And um, yeah, and my phone number is 216. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but my email you can email me I do I definitely do uh alterations and I do alterations for all over you want to mail them to me you know all I need is a measurement um and you can also check my website out there's some hot shit on there I'm sorry I'm sorry y'all I don't want to keep playing I'm gonna gonna be real so you can check my website out my website is www.anatopiaworld.com that is a N N I E W. Oh shoot! Sorry. Let's start over. It <laughs> it, I was about to spell it, and then she said spell Anatopia. So then it, it maybe it freaked me out for a second. So, um, it is Anatopia World, which is A N N I E T O P I A W O R L D. All right. I'm not like I'm saying my ABCs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that means? Oh, All right, Dash, where can the good people find you? I can be found on Instagram at amazing, wait, underscore amazing underscore. All right. And I am at Renisa Rose, R A N E S S A R O Z A Y Y Y. And together we are at the Personal Space Podcast. Holler at us, y'all. Bye. Bye.